Sono Marigeliana Mano Kaile Mazi Zilama Kongle Barzi Alezi Zimamala Ilanakoni Mazazo Ezu Zimamani Koliela Kondinena Mamilela La Susana Mekaleza Zaru Koteza Zile Meno Nagalie I cannot know you by myself. Holy Spirit, take over. I cannot go deeper by myself. Except you help me go, Lord. Konkiele mama sango, etele mama rukeza zile. Kule meni zazabaro na nami nekate. Nanela Lazaza Cosina Mami Nemira Coyena Colamani Nazazo Emanto Take a
Hallelujah. I will bless the name of the Lord for another grace he has given to us to come and learn at his feet in this life class series. I pray that this evening the Lord will visit us in an uncommon and unusual way in the mighty name of Jesus. And once again, I welcome every one of you. Happy New Month. I pray that this September will be a September to remember for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's bow down head as we pray. Heavenly Father, we bless your name. King of kings, Lord of lords, thank you for the privilege given to us to witness the ninth month in this year 2020. May your name be exalted, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, you are the greatest teacher. Teach us your word. Set your word on fire in our midst. Let everyone, let their eyes be open. And let them receive divine light from you, Lord. In Jesus' name, have we prayed. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Yeah, we are continuing our, on our series, Get Organized Part 2. Get Organized Part 2. Let me draw a point here. I want you to take note that all these teachings, it is important and in, very important for us to apply it. These are scriptural principles. I have observed that a lot of people in the world, they steal scriptural principle and they use it to their own benefit. While we that are Christians, we take this principle, we take advantage of this principle. We don't utilize it. Why? Because we just see it in an ordinary way. Principles are important for you to become principal in life. Principles are important for you to become principals in life. So these are scriptural principles that if you break it, it's going to break you. So don't see that is a motivational speaking. No, this is not motivational speaking. These are teachings of the word of God. So we are not here for motivation. We are here to unravel God's lies to us. That is why it's called a life class. Like how let's tell us life is a bank of secrets. The higher it is revealed, the more it is revealed to you, the higher you go. So the more secrets you have access to, the higher you go in life. The faster it becomes for you in life. God has promised us that this year is our year of divine speed. And for you to enjoy divine speed, there are principles. Just like in, car, in, in, in aircraft, there are principles. Cars are flied with principles, instructions. Once they are, the pilot adhere to the instructions, then the flight is going to reach the final destination safely. So also in life, when you adhere to instructions, you will reach your destination safely. And the Bible is God's instructional manual for us, we Christians. Once you obey the instructions of the Bible, then your life will reach its destination. I pray for somebody in this year, in this September, you are going to reach your destination in the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know where you are coming from. I don't know how you have been struggling. But once you are there to these instructions, it is not only prayer. 
It is the combination of prayer and scriptural principles that takes a delivery of a man's destiny. So it's not only a function of prayer alone. You can't overrule prayer. If you adhere to principles and neglect prayer, you, your life shall be good. Life of people of such, people of such, they are cut short. They struggle. If you adhere only to prayer, what happens is that you won't reach your, your destiny, your life and your destiny and your destination in time. It's the combination of prayer and scriptural principle that takes delivery of destiny. Get organized. Part 2. We said, we stopped on number 8. You manage your time well. That get rid of time wasters. Those things that are wasting your time. Get rid of it. A lot of Christians have their their life is preoccupied with a lot of things, wasting their time. Get rid of time wasters. When you discover that only thing you do is to move from one friend to the other, you greet this friend today, you greet this friend tomorrow. Those are time wasters. Stop complaining about your present situation. Take giant steps. There are a lot of ideas God has given you. You may have not gotten your white collar job. That thing, that grace that God has given to you, that talent, that gift God has given to you, maximize it. I'm trusting on God in one of these series of life cards. We're going to talk about talent management. How to manage your talent. There are a lot of opportunities God has given you. Utilize it. Don't just sit down there waiting for one big oil company job, one big fat job. The grace that is given to you, the opportunity you have, that talent you have, begin to maximize it. So, number nine. Don't forget our anchor scripture is 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 5. 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 5. I read from NASB version says, If a man does not know how to manage his own household, how will he take care of the church of God? Until if somebody is not organized, God cannot assign some higher responsibility into the hands of that person. There are a lot of Christians, God wants to give them a better employment, a better opportunity, a better career opportunity, a better job opportunity. But they need to get organized first. It is when you are organized that God will be able to give you a higher responsibility, open a door of better opportunity for you. So, number nine, delegate responsibility. I tell you that responsibility is the price of greatness. If you see those who become great, they are people that accept responsibility. They are not those who shed away from responsibility. The church is filled with a lot of Christians that run away from responsibility. God also recognizes a man delegating responsibility. Moses had to choose men 
that will help him in Exodus 18 25. Exodus 18 25. Even in Numbers chapter 11 16, number 11 16, God told Moses to choose elders to help him out in taking responsibility. You can't do it alone. There are a lot of people you need help. There are a lot of people God has put around you to help you so that you can get organized. There are a lot of Christians that do everything. When you think you can do everything without delegating responsibility, you will not be organized. Numbers 11, 16, Numbers chapter 11, verse 16. The Lord said to Moses, Bring me 70 of Israel elders who are known to you as leaders and officials among the people. Have them come to the tent that they may stand there with you. The Lord has to tell Moses, Appoint 70 elders. Even Jesus Christ had to assign disciples. Why? It helps him in organization. There are some things he didn't have to bother himself with. Why? He has delegated his responsibility to them. No wonder Solomon became the greatest man in his own time because he had the understanding of delegating responsibility. First King chapter 4, verse 7. First King 4. Verse 7, 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 7. says Solomon had 12 air officers over Israel. Imagine Solomon had to manage all the lands of Israel. He would have collapsed. Delegate responsibilities. There are some things at home, delegate responsibility. Your children may be small, but there are some little things they can help you out at home. In your place of work, delegate responsibility. And as a Christian, don't be a Christian running away from responsibility. If you are giving a child touch in the church, don't be a Christian running away from me. Some Christians are fond of running away from responsibility. That has not made the grace of God to be poured up upon them. Pour that all to them. Number 10, concentrate on what you are doing. Avoid distraction. Avoid distracting thoughts. Avoid sounds that will distract the, 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 distract you. Distraction takes control of man. Watch it. Let's assume you are praying and you don't turn off your phone or put it on, on, on silence. Before you know, if some calls are coming, what happens? You become distracted. If you are not careful, if you are not able to manage distraction, as you are praying, you will be receiving calls. Concentrate on what you are doing. Don't be like that man in 1 Kings 20, 39 to 40. 1 Kings 20, 39 to 40. 1 Kings 20, 39 to 40. He said, while we are busy here and there, he lost the responsibility, the, the assignment that was given unto him while he was busy here and that, and that led to his death. Avoid distractions. Distraction is, a, is, a, is an organization killer. It makes you not to be organized. Concentrate on what you are doing. Avoid distraction. Number 11, plan ahead. 
plan ahead. Remember Luke chapter 14, verse 28 to 30. Luke 14, 28 to 30. Say, who is who wants to build the tower? Will not sit down and look count the cost. You need to sit down and plan. Be a planner. Plan ahead. Don't just rush in doing things. Plan ahead. Proverbs 13, verse 16. Proverbs 13, verse 16. Read, read from the Delivering Bible. Proverbs 13, 16 says, A wise man thinks ahead, a fool doesn't, and even brags about it. Plan ahead. Don't be a fool. Be a wise man that plans ahead. Greatness does not come to those who doesn't plan. Greatness comes by planning. If you want to do something, plan ahead. This is what I want to do. That's why I said when you wake up in the morning, learn to sit down and plan your time. Plan that this and this is what you want to do this day. It will help you a lot. Why a lot of vision has gone to dustbin because there's no planning ahead. Learn to plan. Number 12. Know how to spend your money. Know how to spend your money. Don't be a Christian that just spends anyhow. I mentioned this last time. Why people, some people spend money anyhow because they are not organized. Know how to spend your money. Draw budget for your money. Be a Christian that saves. Don't be a Christian that... that that spends anyhow. If you are just listening to this broadcast, we have we have talked more about that. So during I think during April and May, when we talk about lessons from COVID-19, that God is doing a reset. We talk about one of the lessons to learn in COVID-19. You can go back to those series, it's available on our Facebook page. Go back to those series and listen to it. So know how to spend your money. Manage your money properly. Don't just spend anyhow. Don't spend as it comes. Learn to save. 13. Cut down on luxuries, leisure time, and TV watching. Cut down on luxuries, leisure time, and TV watching. Some Christians can sit down and watch TV from morning till night. As they are watching one movie, they are moving to the other. They are watching one movie, they moving, and their house is dirty. And you see their house disorganized. You see some, they can sleep from morning till night. And sleep inside dirty places. So, cut down on TV watching. Cut down on leisure time. Those times you are using to gallivant about, run from one place or the other, or gist, or, 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 or chat on phone. Cut it away. Concentrate on your life. Concentrate on those goals you have set. Maximize those time to, to work on those goals you have set. Maximize those time to, to put some things in place in your life, in your career. So cut down on every luxuries and leisure times. Number 14. 
learn to visualize your end product. Learn to visualize your end product. End product means your destination. There's law of mental picture. There's a law we call law of mental picture. The Lord took Abraham down to the shores of the sea. He said, as far as you can see, so will I give you. So what you receive is a function of how far you can see. No wonder the Bible said to the him that's able to do exceedingly more than you ask or imagine. What do you see? What you see determines what you possess. If you see battles all the time, everything that will be surrounding you is battles. If you see defeat all the time, everything that will be surrounding you is defeats. These are scriptural principles. The day God opened my eyes to this principle of mental picture, law of mental picture, I'm a Christian that when God shines a light to me, I put it to action to confirm that I am sure I'm receiving from God. And instantly there was a testimony. Learn to visualize positive things about your life. One of the problems Job has, he said, what I fear has come to me. So what he has been visualizing was the end product that came to Job. Learn to have visualize positive things about your life. Visualize the manifestation of your goal. Visualize where God wants to take you in the light of the scripture. I'm not talking about these motivational jargons they are telling you. Visualize your destination in the light of God, in the light of the scripture. Say, I am a city said and on high hill that cannot be eaten. That is the light of scripture. I shall be the end and not the tail. That is the light of the scripture. Visualize your end in the light of the scripture. No wonder the Bible talked about the people at the Tower of Babel in Genesis chapter 11 verse 6. Genesis chapter 11 verse 6. He said what they have thought. He said if they don't come, the Lord said if they don't come down, what they have imagined in their mind, they won't be able to stop them. So God recognized that if you are able to have it in your mind, you become unstoppable. And so the Bible said to him that is able to do exceedingly more than you ask or imagine. What is your imagination? Is your imagination in the light of the scripture? If you are listening to this broadcast, I, I can't go deep into that. Go and listen to our series on Born series. Born to win, born to be great. Visualize yourself in the light of the word of God. What is God saying about you? It wonders me when I see a lot of Christians talk about sickness. All they can visualize is sickness. They visualize headache. They visualize a lot of bad things about themselves. Not knowing that God has promised them else. Above all things that thou mayest prosper. So stop visualizing poverty and being good at visualize sound else. 
wonder Colossians chapter 3 and verse 2. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 2. Set your mind on things above. And Bible says what comes from above is greater than all. So those bad things you are visualizing comes from beneath. Not from above. It doesn't come from God. Success comes from God. Fulfilling your goals comes from God. Reaching that great height in life comes from God. So visualize your end product of what you are doing. And do this in the light of the word of God. So infuse your mind to work. So that you can achieve those things you want to achieve. So that you can reach your goals in life. So that this year will not just pass by you without achieving great things. Number 15. Believe in excellence. Do not settle for anything less. Believe in excellence. Some Christians are Christians that don't have excellent spirit in them. Daniel 6.3, Daniel 6.3, Daniel had an excellent spirit. Because the excellent spirit of God was upon him, he was ten times more better than his calling. Think excellence. In everything you will lay your hands upon, think excellence. If you decide to set a goal that you want to go into sales, do your sales with excellence. I have worked, in, I've worked into the shops of a lot of Christians. They don't have excellence mindset. When you hear some people speak, you see, you see excellence missing in their speech. That is why in our assembly, one of our vision is excellence. Living in holiness and excelling in life. Be a Christian of excellence. Don't settle for less. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. And 2 Corinthians 8 7. 2 Corinthians 8 7. Whatever is good, whatever is just, whatever is of good report. Think of these things. So God even values excellence. Think excellence. Work excellent. Breathe excellent. Pray excellent. Whatever your hand findeth, say what? Do it well. Do it with excellence. Are you an excellent Christian? What you do, do you do it with excellence? Or are you not a Christian? Even in your place of work, you don't work with excellence. Uh, how much are they paying us? Let me just do it anyhow. Don't think like that. I have not seen anybody that does, lay, does things with excellence that God does not leave them up. It, even if they are not paying you well, do your work with excellence. Because God will see that and send some blessings upon you. Go and look at a lot of people that became great. They don't become great by what, by, 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 by the salary they are being given. No, it doesn't work like that. Do what you do with excellence. That was the secret of Joseph. He worked with excellence. That is why it was being recommended. There are a lot of people that would have recommended you if you were working with excellence. That goal you want to pursue, pursue it with excellence. That is what will make you different from those people around you. Whatever you do, do it with 
excellent. If you are a, a, a singer, sing with excellence. If you are an instrumentalist, do everything you do with excellence. If you are into sales, sell with excellence. That is what will make people to come to your place, to come and patronize you. Have you ever looked at, there are some supermarkets, despite you are complaining, that ah, things are expensive there. But yet, some people are still going there. Why? Because they are selling with excellence. Deliver your service with excellence. Number 16. Do what you are supposed to do without excuse. 16. Do what you are supposed to do without excuse. If there are some things you need to do, stop giving excuses. Do it. Bible says in Joshua chapter 1, And Joshua did so. We are in the do it generation, not talk it generation. Whatsoever you are supposed to do, do. Stop giving excuse. Don't be a Christian that continually gives excuse. Do what you are supposed to do right. 17. Learn to be on time. Learn to be on time. Meet, that is, meet deadlines. Don't be a Christian that you are promised that, okay, don't worry, come and collect your package on social date. And by the time the person you are rendering service to comes, ah, sorry, oh, it comes, it comes social day, it comes again, ah, sorry, I could not do what you are supposed to do on time. If you look at people like that, they, next time you will not go there. Do what you are supposed to do on time. Time. So learn to be on time. Number 18, establish authority, standards, priorities, and stick to them. That is, establish authority, standard, priorities, and stick to them. Have a particular standard. Have a set priorities for yourself. Know that, okay, this, anything less, I'm not going for it. And 19, there is time for everything. Let your motto be there's time for everything. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 to 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 to 8. There's time for everything. When it is time for you to do something, don't postpone it. There's a time for everything. Don't postpone things you are supposed to do at the right time. Do things at the right time. Stop procrastinating. And number 20, maximize every opportunity to the glory of God. Maximize every opportunity to the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 10, 31, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and verse 21, 31 rather. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 21. Maximize every opportunity that you are giving to the glory of God. 31, verse 31 says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. Do everything for the glory of God. Not for your glory. Not to show for yourself that, yes, I can do it. Do everything you do to the glory of God. In conclusion, Proverbs chapter 31. Verse 15 to 18. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 15 to 18. 
shows a woman that is unique, a woman that is organized. She plans her day to work and delegates every necessary thing. She makes sure her workers do everything the way it should be done. So because she does this, she was organized. There are some things that I observe about her. Number one, her life was productive. When you get organized, your life will be productive. Number two, her life was meaningful. When you get your organized, your life will be meaningful. Number three, she was well known. I would say she was well known in the city. When you get organized, God will distinguish you on the surface of the heart. Do you know that God wants to distinguish you? God wants you to be different. God wants you to be a persecutor. God wants you to be a trailblazer. And this function comes to pass if you are organized. When you are organized, you'll be able to spend more time with your family. A lot of Christians, they don't even have time for their household. Why? Because they are not organized. When you are organized, you'll be able to achieve your, the project and tax that is ahead of you. A lot of Christians have abandoned projects, abandoned tax. Why? Because they are not organized. When, they are, when you are organized, to be able to make you easier to set a priority and stick to those priorities. No wonder Jesus Christ is a proper prototype of a proper organization. Jesus Christ was organized. He didn't use the time he's meant to pray to be teaching. He didn't use the time to be teaching to be praying. He didn't use the time to be to, 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 to be ministering, evangelizing. He didn't use it to be gisting with friends. He was a well-organized man. He knows the time to visit people. He knows the time to teach people. He knows the time to travel. If you call Jesus your father, then you need to be organized. When you truly follow the steps of Jesus Christ, then you will be a Christian that is truly organized. One of the things that will help you to be organized is to get rid of things that are wasting your time. Those habits you have inculcated that is wasting your time, you need to get rid of it. One of the things that will help you to master your life is when you give your life to Jesus Christ. Because He's the master over all. You are listening to me. You find it hard to get your life organized. You find it hard to do away with some habits that are wasting your life. I have somebody that can help you to overcome this habit. And that person is Jesus Christ. With Him, you can master your time. You can have divine mastery over every evil habit that is wasting your life. With Him, your life will be in shape. You are listening to me and you want to give your life to Christ. Or you have gone away from Christ. When a, a life without Christ is always filled with crisis. A life without Christ is always filled with crisis. 
as you are solving this problem, you are moving to another problem. As this one is wasting your time, this one will be wasting your resources. Why? Because Christ is missing. When Christ is the center of your life, then your life will be organized. Lines will fall in pleasant places for you. You were once in Christ and you have given, gone away from Christ. Christ is calling you today. Bow down your head and begin to confess to him. Confess your sins to him. Tell him you are a sinner. Tell him to be your Lord and Savior. Talk to Jesus. He's ready to take over your life. He wants to take you to greater heights. If you are ready to accept him, in Jesus' name, I will pray. Say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Take hold of my life. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Wash me with your blood. Come and make my heart your dwelling place. Be the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, I will pray. Father, Lord, I pray for these people that are just giving your life to you. And those who will dedicate their life unto you, you will wash them with your blood. You will cleanse and purify them. Purge them from every sin. Be their Lord and Savior. Rule over them to the glory of your name. In Jesus' name. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, I will pray. Amen. Amen. We are going to pray a few prayer points. And we call it a day. Say, my father, my father. Everything wasting my time. I take divine mastery over you today. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything wasting my time. I take divine mastery over you today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every habit wasting my time. Everything I'm laying my hands upon that is wasting my time. I take divine mastery over you today. In the mighty name of Jesus. By the power in the mighty name of Jesus. I take divine mastery over you today. In the mighty name of Jesus. The word of the Lord says, For the love of Christ has mastered us. I take divine mastery over you today. In the mighty name of Jesus. I take rule over you today. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, I will pray. See, Heavenly Father, help me, O God, to get my life organized. Heavenly Father, help me, O Lord, to get my life organized. Prayer in the mighty name. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, help me, O God. I need the help to get my life organized. Help me, O Lord, to get organized. In the mighty name of Jesus, your word said, by no strength will man prevail. Holy Spirit, help me, O God, to get organized. In the mighty name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, help me to get organized. In the mighty name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, help me, Lord, to get my organized. The life organized in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name have you prayed. Amen. I need somebody to pray this prayer very well. I feel a sensation must be saved, Heavenly Father. Fix me, O Lord, so that my life can be in order. Fix me, O Lord, so that my life can be in order. Prayer in the mighty name. Father in the mighty name, fix me, O Lord. So that my life can be in order. Oh, if this brother can pray this prayer very well. Fix me, O Lord. So that my life can be in order. In the mighty name of Jesus. Fix me, O Lord. Father, I surrender all to you. Fix me, O Lord. So that my life can be in order. In the mighty name of Jesus. Fix me, O Lord. So my, my life can be in order. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, I will pray. Say, my Father, my Father, I receive the mind of Christ. It takes the mind of Christ to be able to visualize 
positive things about your life. Say, hey, my father, my father, in the name of Jesus, I receive the mind of Christ from today henceforth. Prayer in the mighty name of Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, from this day henceforth, I receive the mind of Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. I receive Christ-like mind in the name of Jesus. I receive the mind of Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. I receive the mind of Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. I receive the mind of Christ in the mighty name of in Jesus name have we prayed to my prayer point say father lord help me to see myself in the light of the word of God my father my father help me to see myself in the light of the word of God prayer father in the mighty name of you help me to see myself in the light of the word of God in the mighty name of you help me to see myself in the light of the word of God help me oh God to see myself in the light of the word of God in the mighty name of you help me to see my future to see my career to see my destiny in the light of the word of God in the mighty name of Jesus in Jesus name have we prayed a lot of people that have wasted their time they have wasted their life say father Lord I redeem my time I redeem my life by the blood of Jesus Prayer in the mighty name. Father, I redeem my life. I redeem my time by the word of the Lord. By the blood of Jesus. In the mighty name of I redeem every wasted opportunity. I redeem every wasted time. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, I will pray. Before I pray for you, don't forget September to remember is starting this Sunday. September to remember starting this Sunday. Don't miss every Sunday in this September. And by the grace of God, the work God has given to us is grace. Grace. It's not a function of strength, but a function of grace. Don't miss every portion, every episode, every gathering in this month of September. Because it's a September to remember. We have had several testimonies in the past. Five years of struggle terminated. We have seen a lot of turn around, miracle jobs. A lot of testimonies have emanated by the function of every time we are doing September to remember. Your own testimony will not elude you in the mighty name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I pray for these people that are watching and listening to me. It shall be well with you in the mighty name of Jesus. This ninth month shall be a fruitful month for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever that is burning in your life, we begin to bear fruit from today henceforth in the mighty name of Jesus. Every good thing that is burning in your life, I speak fruitfulness to it this month in the mighty name of Jesus. This month shall be a memorable month for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Every years you have wasted in your life is restored back to you in the mighty name of Jesus. This month, your season of waiting is over. You will carry your testimony this month in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed be your only name. I pray for this brother. I pray for this sister. This month, you will receive a letter of joy in the name of Jesus. You will receive a letter of joy in the mighty name of Jesus. Good news are eating you from front and center and back in the mighty name of Jesus. Every day of this month, every week of this month shall be filled with good news for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Welcome to your month of pleasant surprises in the name of Jesus. 
thank you heavenly father in jesus name i will pray god bless you by the grace of god next life class is going to be a communion service it's going to be a communion service so get your bread and your wine ready any fruit juice can start as a wine and your biscuit or cake can start as your bread and i pray that next week a time meet you in this next week live class you, it shall be testimony for you in jesus name thank you for listening god bless you see you on sunday